Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. I now believe the biggest taboo in our culture is mental illness. As ministers, we have to assure people that it's not a sin to be sick. Your chemistry is not your character and your illness is not your identity. If you have heart or kidney issues, we tell people to take a pill for that. So why is it a problem when it comes to mental illness? Now, Pastor Rick Warren said that. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of discussion of rather Jesus and therapy. Can they coexist? And so we're having that discussion today. And we have a special guest to talk about it with us. Um, Apostle Ray McQueen from Family Life Church. We want all the input. Don't hold anything back. What do you think? Don't don't hold back. I am not going to hold back, guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm giving it all. I find it really interesting that this even has to be a discussion. Wow. I I really, when I first heard somebody say to me, you know, you shouldn't need a therapist. All you need is Jesus. Mm. I I actually was very much taken aback by that because I don't understand, and forgive me, I'm just going to be blunt. I don't understand that thinking because like like in the the Rick Warren quote you just said, we have a sore throat, we go see a doctor. I slip, fall, and break my arm, I'm going to go see a doctor. I have other medical issues, I go see a professional. Mm -hmm. Mental issues, stress, anxiety, um, all of these other things. What, what, what's the difference? Why, why should we not go see a doctor? Why should we not go see? Yeah. A why is this taboo in the Christian culture? Well, you think about traditionally the churches that really dealt with mental illness. I think for many years, and I can go probably centuries, that they've just never really dealt with people that were dealing with mental illnesses. And they looked at it like it was a more of, and we know that it's a spiritual battle, of course. Sure. But we also have to understand that Christ and mental illness, you can't separate it. It's always the same. Christ came to deliver us, to set us free. And that's from everything. But I think because of taboo that if you are Christian, that you should not be getting any type of counseling outside of marriage, outside of, uh, outside of church. And so many times because of maybe because of their faith, you like, like, I'm like, if I have so much faith, why do I have to go to someone that is going to counsel me about what I'm dealing with mentally? Right. And I think mm-hmm. because that is a taboo thing that says that you have this lack of faith if you go to a counselor. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. so a lot of Christians have never really dealt with it. I really believe in the last maybe five or 10 years or so, maybe we, I would say five years that we pretty much start dealing with the mental illness, that it is okay to go outside of quote unquote, a spiritual um, environment mm-hmm. to go and get some type of mental health. You know, as a pastor, of course, for being pastor for 24 years, you know, I've even in and in, in, in being a young pastor, of course, starting out, you know, I, I did say that, that all you need is Jesus, you mm. know, and Jesus can okay. help you with that mental issue or whatever you're dealing with, whether right. it's depression or whether it's oppression or whether it's whatever it may be. Right. And so I was pretty much just looking at the scripture and I did not open my mind up that there are people that are professionally trained that can help people that are dealing with mental illnesses. Mm -hmm. And so one of the challenges that I, well, I wouldn't say challenge. One of the things that I faced as a young pastor is that someone uh, in our ministry was, was considering suicide. Okay. And Mm -hmm. of course, a lot of things are confidential as a pastor to a parishioner. And so they were sharing with me about these issues they were having. Why am I feeling this way? I was not equipped you know, I think so many times we mm. think as pastors that we should have all the answers. Sure. If we don't have the, all the answers, okay, we must get out of this business of pastoring. But in this particular incident, this person was saying, you know, I'm having these suicidal thoughts, blah, 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 blah. And I felt inside of me like, I know I do not have the ability to really, you know, 
take them to a place of you know safety right. mentally. And so I referred them to someone because I came from a counseling background. I was a clinical therapist for two and a half years and I was a behavior specialist as well. So I knew the, that that could help that person, that I knew that there were people mm-hmm. out there that can help and that I could not. Mm-hmm. And so I did get this person some help and this person came through it. So I'm like, from that moment on, I began to make it, you know, synonymous. Christ and mental health has to go together. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, I I don't want to call out this particular family member, but um, I've suffered with anxiety and depression for Mm -hmm. some years. And I've gone to like Christian counselors. But before I dealt with it and got help, I actually had a family member make me feel like I was less of a Christian because I was told, you know, if you were strong in your faith, you wouldn't have to go to a counselor. If you have joy in your heart, then you wouldn't have anxiety. If you love Jesus, then you would learn how to lean on him. You wouldn't need help from, you know, a therapist or a counselor. So what do you say when, you know, people hear things like that? Yeah, just the majority of Christians, I don't know if I can speak for all Christians, but (laughs) the ones that I have dealt with, (laughs) that's their response to a lot of believers that say, I'm dealing with mental illness, I'm dealing with some type of anxiety, depression, or I'm feeling, you know, I'm not feeling myself, I'm feeling down. Mm -hmm. And, And so they do give that response because that is an easy response to say, okay, Jesus is, you know, if you have Jesus, you should be full of joy. If you have this, but because of life, and I think so many times Christians try to separate themselves from the world. Mm-hmm. The scripture is very clear. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. So we deal with the same things that people that say they're non-believers as unbelievers. Matter of fact, uh, as believers. But Christ always also says that he reigns on the just as well as on the unjust. So in other words, things happen to Christians as well as, un- as those that are not Christians. Right. But at the same time, we are still human beings. And we have to get help. And I feel feel that's how a lot of Christians respond the way the family member that you're saying responded yeah. to you is that, you know, go to Jesus. You should have be full of joy. But no, you have these feelings and we have people in our world that are trained to help us in those mental areas. Well, also, there's a big difference between having a bad day, being down. I mean, I've had times where I've had two or three days where I was just really just had the blues, man, yeah. just everything. Nothing went right. And I just felt really bad. Yeah. There's... That that can be addressed with time in prayer and letting God seep into your soul, both through scripture, through your pastor, through good Christian friends. The next right. thing you know, things turn around. Right. But then there is the deeper issue of having a real struggle, of having clinical depression, of having clinical anxiety, situational anxiety, these issues that need a little more TLC yeah. than... <clears throat> than just a temporary case of the blues. And maybe when we're talking to people, you know, when we're saying, hey, you know, I'm feeling a little down, maybe they don't quite understand that, okay, what I'm dealing with isn't just being temporarily upset. And, okay, so there's no more vanilla ice cream in the freezer, and now I'm kind of bummed about it. It's more than that. Absolutely. And so many people, to hear you say that, that is so true. And knowing yourself and knowing if this thing has been continually going on Mm -hmm. is that, a lot of people do not reach out for help mm-hmm. is because of the embarrassment or the shame or, mm-hmm. you know, why should I as a Christian go and get some help for me mentally? I should have it all together. And that's how a lot of humans in, that are feeling right now, you know, but I think we've opened up this like this dialogue that we're having that as we're yeah. discussing is that we're opening up our understanding more and also saying to people, it is OK 
to get some help. It is okay because we, we love you. We want you to get help. We want you to stay here as long as possible. And so I think we have to have people like ourselves that are encouraging people to go and get the help that you need and not make them feel like they're less of a Christian. And so many times believers do, they do do that. They make mm-hmm. you feel less than mm-hmm. when you don't have it all together. I don't know where we True. get this from in the well, Christian world. We can be the worst sometimes. Is that we can. We can. <laughs> My wife and I, we just had a discussion yes. this morning about that we could be some of the most divided people. Yeah. And, and we know that division is not of God. And no. so, so many times because of it has been gone on in the church, I say church meaning globally, mm-hmm. uh, for so long that, you know, you don't need to get this help. You got Jesus and that's all you need. Right. Oh. And that's not good at all mm-hmm. because we know that we we need Jesus, but we also need other things as well. Yeah, because he works through yeah. everything and everyone. And people. Mm-hmm. So um, Pastor Appreciation Month. Happy yeah. Pastor Appreciation so Month, by I the way. Um, there are a lot of pastors who mm-hmm. um, need some help, mm-hmm. who could use somebody to talk to. So, But I know there are pastors and ministers who are so giving and who are giving to other people and they need to be filled up themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to them? Oh my God. <laughs> I think during this pandemic and all that's been going on in our, in our world, I think I've talked to more pastors than I've talked to in on a consistent basis mm-hmm. than I've done in my whole ministry. I've been pastoring for 24 years, preaching for 30 32 years. And so um, a lot of them are dealing with anxiety and depression and, you know, all the other things that I can't clinically name. And so um, a lot of them have come to me and talked to me. And so a lot of times during this time is that I've opened my ears to hear them and not really try to give them the answer. Mm-hmm. I think they just need a sounding board to express and to vent and to, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And so my thing is, of course, I know that it's a spiritual battle as well. Uh, because mm-hmm. I'm speaking the last couple, six or seven weeks, I've been talking about spiritual warfare. And so we know it's a spiritual battle. Uh, but knowing that at the same time, I'm like, if if I'm talking to an individual and feeling like, especially a pastor, mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to get some help. If I can identify like, okay, there are some things that are deeper than just mm-hmm. having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing is continuing. I've been talking to this guy for the whole, like, you know, months about the same thing. Like, okay, you might need to go and get a little help and seek right. out and get some help. You know, and so during this time, a lot of pastors are dealing with that because of the adjustments and the changes and all the congregations have not come back. Our members have not all come back into the in person. A lot of them are still online. They're dealing with fear. We're dealing with fear. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that we're all dealing with. But, you know, one of the things that I'm so blessed to have is my wife and I have other pastor friends and all those different things. But of course, I have the Lord. Mm-hmm. But my wife is real, almost equal to Jesus, almost um, real, real close. You know she's, she's listening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's there real you close. Go. She's real close. Real close to Jesus. She's real close to Jesus, but she ain't Jesus. But she's real close. But anyway, you know that I'm able as a pastor to just have her as someone that I can always go to if I'm right. feeling a certain way. That I'm not getting in the dumps continually. That is not something that I'm I'm dealing with some something continually. Yeah. But yeah, so a lot of pastors during this time. Oh my God. They are dealing with a lot of things. Yeah. You know, one of the interesting things, too, is in the last 20 years, the advancements that have been made in the therapy world of understanding what is going on in our minds, what is going on with brain matter and the chemical makeup, the advances have been such that, okay, maybe 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have as much of an understanding of what's going on as we do today. And so therapy sessions, therapy treatments and so forth 
are much more advanced mm-hmm. than they ever were. We understand more. Do we understand it all? Nope. Uh, it's going to be a very long time before we we have it all, yeah. if ever. But we we are far more advanced in in understanding. Let's find out what is the cause. This is the cause. Let's address this. Yeah. That type of thing. And also, there's more Christian therapists now than there ever have been. Mm-hmm. And and what do you think? I kind of know the answer to this question, but I'm going to pitch it anyway. Okay. Do you feel there is an important difference between seeing a secular therapist or seeking out a Christian therapist? Wow, what a question. Ooh, what a question. That's a loaded question. Yeah, it really is. I was because, like, you went there. Well, yeah. Wow. Are we not being honest about this or yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, we got to be. Go ahead. That's, I, I, let, me, let me give you an example. Yeah, that I is went loaded. To, that's that's I mean. When I went through my divorce <laughs> okay, okay. 20 plus something years ago, right? Okay. Actually, well, anyway. Um, I went to see a therapist, okay, and I was talking to him. They they were a psychologist, and talking to him, and I, I said, you know, some of the things that I'm dealing with, I really feel like I'm being attacked by the devil, okay. that I am just being pushed and 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 cajoled away from the path that Jesus has for me. <laughs> Their response. So when did you realize you were possessed? <laughs> like, wow. oh, hold on, hold wait, hold on. Yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I realized, okay, I'm dealing with an issue mm-hmm. that this individual may not be as well-versed yeah. as what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Perhaps I should see somebody else. Yeah. And so I did. I sought out a Christian therapist okay. who understood I wasn't talking about possession. Right. I was talking about temptation. Mm. Big difference. Right, right, right. But that individual was able to help me because they understood where my mind was at, gotcha. where I was at. and yeah. And so- Okay. There is a difference in the clinical world between the secular therapy strategies and yep. the, the the approach from a Christian worldview. Coach, good good question. You gave the question and you answered it as well, <laughs> but that's so true. Okay. <laughs> but I would say that as a as a pastor, I'm going to always try to refer people to Christian counselors mm-hmm. um, because I feel that they're going to come from a biblical viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times the secular will not come from the biblical bu- viewpoint, but the Christian will, because then we understand that it's more than just, you know, it's it's something more spiritual that, that people are dealing with. You know, we are looking at from the natural or just from the outside. But I need someone who is a Christian is going to look at from the standpoint of a, a spiritual thing that I'm dealing with as mm-hmm. well, not just from the clinical, but also from the spiritual. And so getting with a Christian counselor, I think I've done it all the years. I've referred to people to Christian counselors right. uh, in our local area because they're going to come from a biblical, a biblical view. And I would prefer someone to come from a biblical view as well and to understand me mm-hmm. as a Christian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like if you're going to understand me as a Christian, well, you got to be a Christian mm-hmm. kind of understand me. And then you can kind of relate to what maybe I'm going through or what I'm dealing with and not just from a clinical a viewpoint. Absolutely. But that's just not to say that if you're not a Christian counselor that you can't help people. No. I guess. Oh, no, no, no absolutely. No, yeah. The, 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 I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah everybody fine. has as different believers, needs. As right. believers, we like for, for us as believers, I will. I want to always go to a Christian counselor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my preference. It's our mm-hmm. preference. But that's not to say that, um, right. Right. you know, totally God it's can't not to, use... It's absolutely not to say yeah. that the secular world of of therapy and psychology and so forth, they do an amazing amount of work. Yes, they do. And, but, and help yeah. so many people. But absolutely. as a believer, I really feel like you should see a Christian counselor. I agree. I agree totally. Yeah. And that's what I've done. I refer people to Christian counselors yeah. as well. 
Jess has suggested that I go see a therapist. On <laughs> yeah, it would be great. <laughs> but this is a Take really good. Advice. You know, this is a really good topic, guys. I think this really needs to get out there more to open up the Christian world to the need of getting counseling if you need it. Mm-hmm. And but like I said, so many Christians feel so ashamed, or they feel like yeah. it's a lack of faith. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just feel like, you know, I can't I can't do it. And so there are a lot of people that are suffering, but yet not getting the help they need to get mm-hmm. because of those things. I think that's end. it. I think and that's it. End. Yeah. There are so many that are thinking, like you just said, um, how strong is my faith if I need to go seek help? Um, what kind of believer am I if mm-hmm. I need to seek help? And so imagine all the people who are sitting in shame and who are suffering because they're just not feeling good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mentally. Mm-hmm. That's so sad to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you are on a, in a good place emotionally and mentally, the world is unlocked. There are so many things that you can do and see and experience that when you are suffering from depression and anxiety, the world is closed off to you and you are just, you're in your own little bubble Mm -hmm. and, and there's so much more to the world than that. And I'm not talking about worldly pleasures. I'm just talking about experiencing the, the creation that God has made. There's so much to it to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. Um, so it's okay to have Jesus and a therapist too. Absolutely. Um, Je- Jesus is using therapists to be his hands and his heart, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel a longing for healing and restoration in your life, first begin with prayer. Um, prayer is powerful. Um, it can bring wholeness into your body, your mind, and your heart. Pray with an open mind and be willing to seek out counseling and medication and or a support group if yes. need be. Awesome. Um, the people he has placed in these fields are his vessels Amen. to be relied on for your recovery and for your healing. So getting help from them is not a sign of weak faith, but is rather quite courageous. Yeah. hmm Thank you once again to Apostle Ray McQueen of Family Life Church for taking the time to be with us and to help us to get our brains around a very interesting and sometimes difficult subject. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast with Seth and Jess is sponsored by Mardell Christian and Education Store. Mardell has the largest Bible selection with over 2,000 different Bibles to choose from. Best-selling books are 40 to 50% off every day, and all others are 20% off. Hey, I love discounts. Mardell has expanded their apparel department and now offers more Christian apparel selections for the whole family. You can sign up at mardell.com to receive the Mardell emails and be notified of sales, events, and receive coupons directly to your inbox.